0: That's right, the Dream Preview. RJ, not here. It's just us boys. I'm AJ Hoffman. Steve Fezzik to my left. Scott Seidenberg to my right. Just rolls off the tongue. What do you think,
1: Scott? You know, I love the way that you're describing it for the radio audience, too. Like, Fezzik's on your left. I'm on your right. You're being very descriptive, which is good. Theater of the podcast mind, radio format.
0: That's right. Thank you for that. I'm, I'm almost a professional broadcaster, would if if you believe it or not? I don't know. Uh, Fez, how are you, my guy?
2: Well, it's intimidating being next to two professional um, powerlifters, but you know, hopefully, I'll hold my own and not get beat up during the show.
0: Listen, I can barely lift my leg up out of bed to get moving in the morning. You're all right.
2: If it comes down to unhappy blows, well, I think I can outrun you right now, at least. And Scott, you can. well. Hopefully, they'll take Mercy. <laughs> Quicker than me. I look. Yeah, I, know. I have no chance.
0: You just got to hope that your cardio outlasts Scott's. Mackenzie, so. help. help. <laughs> All right, lots to talk about today. Uh, we are going to run one of our segments from Straight Out of Vegas that we did today. Uh, talking about the LIV or 54 or live or lot. I, I don't know what we're going to call that thing. I don't know what the official name is going to be, but we're going to be Dustin Johnson leaving the PGA tour for it. So obviously it's become an even bigger story. So we're going to talk about that. We actually talked a little bit on the show today about how it could potentially cross over into other sports and what the, uh, what, what that could look like and how many more golfers are going to be heading that way. I, I would imagine it's gonna be a lot more. I don't think I think we're at the tip of the iceberg here. Uh we've got Scott in, so we're gonna talk some MLB, of course. And Fez Canadian football. I guess it beats USFL. Have you tapped out on USFL?
2: I am I can't tap out because the season's ending. There's one more week and I'm destroyed. I I just had a horrendous USFL and everything it, it culminated with. Jeff Fisher's Michigan Panthers, gave it out to my clients, plus four, closed one and a half, and they lost by a zillion. Ooh. F you, mm. Michigan Panthers. Well, You're you not get, even from Michigan.
1: Will you get in on the playoffs, though? Right? I'm, I'll,
2: yeah, I'll keep yeah. doing it. And Al, Birmingham's no longer going to be home, and, mm-hmm. and they may well be 10-0. and And I could see them going in and just getting slaughtered by slaughter in New Orleans. I mean, I certainly... It's gonna be a very bad spot for an undefeated um Birmingham team when they have to go play in Canton in front of friends and family of maybe a couple hundred.
1: <laughs> so the playoffs are the, the semifinals and the finals are at the Hall of Fame Stadium? Yes. Okay. I can't wait.
0: I'll be honest. I can't wait. Is Michigan still live to make the playoffs?
1: They're one and
2: seven. No. Or they're out? They're or one and eight.
0: I uh, think, yeah. They're, what about the Maulers? They got one win. Are the Maulers live? They're
2: 1-7. The Maulers are not live. Are
0: the Gamblers live?
2: No. The, all those teams are, like, trying for a first-round draft pick. Damn but. it.
0: A first-round <laughs> draft pick. No <laughs> one wants that first-round draft pick, certainly. Uh, okay. the We're going to talk some transfer portal, and we've, of course, got some NBA titles or NBA finals to talk, and we all have a best bet. And... We're going to we're going to work something out on air. We're going to work out a little game that we're going to play next week. We're going to figure it out amongst ourselves here. We're going to, I guess, sort of make the sausage and uh, and see what we're going to put together for this this quarterback draft that we're going to do next week. But let's start with the NFL and particularly with Deshaun Watson, because a New York Times story came out today. For those who don't know. Do you guys remember a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Deshaun and I told RJ that like he was trying to get girls to stick fingers up his ass? And RJ, like, <laughs> he couldn't believe that that like that was real. And I, I'm telling you, that's real. Well, it's quoted in the New York Times story today that he was trying to get girls to stick fingers up his ass. Uh, he was in positions that involved him laying on his back and grabbing his own ankles. While asking to have his taint massaged. That's some incredible flexibility. It it really, well, he is a professional athlete. Uh, and it also talks about how 66 women apparently were used over the court. M- masseuses were used over the course of 17 months, which Fez, you're the math whiz here. What's, what's that averaging out to?
2: So that's six per month. So that's, that's one and a half per week.
0: That's strong, and that's if he's only using one per like each time. Like you know, he's using some and some. He admitted using more than once. To be
2: fair, I've been playing at the World Series of Poker, mm-hmm. and I counted one dude who got like five massages over a four-hour.
0: Were they period all from different women?
2: Yes, and they were all twenty minutes. And and one of the women did say she did say, you know, I have Vaseline, and I'm not a masseuse expert, so I I imagine that she was utilizing something. There's another per- alternative purpose for that. I- seems I- unnecessary
0: I- to poker table massage, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: She I- said it. I-, I-, yeah. I-, I-, I asked her, did you say what I thought you said? <laughs> and she said, I did.
0: I don't like that. It- I'm... I'm- did he
2: McKenzie, keep his pants on? You, McK- huh. Yes, Mackenzie, can you um, query why, like, um, a, a legitimate masseuse would use Vaseline?
3: It's an oil. I, people use it all the time for moisturizing purposes. <laughs>
2: You're supposed to query it, not know the answer that quickly. <laughs> that concerns me.
3: So
1: <laughs> I, I, I imagine he's he, he just switched, just used once a week, one a week. It's like one of those guys that you know. Like, I listen. Uh, I never think wear the he... same outfit twice. Like like Clyde Frazier never wears the same suit twice to a, for a Knicks game, right? So it's it's a different suit every single game. He's using a different masseuse every single week. Well, I think he would use them until they blocked his number.
0: Is what it sounds like. He would he go back a couple times, and then when it got too weird for them, or, they bail. Devil's
1: advocate here. He gets one, tries his. Whatever. Tries to move, yeah. If it works, keeps her around. Sure. If it doesn't work, dismissed. Beat Next it. one comes in. So now let's let's figure out his percentages here. There were twenty four that accused him. Sixty six were used. He's oh, got a decent percentage.
2: There's got to be some that rogue ones that went under the radar that never got reported, right? Sure. I mean, we. I mean, and others so.
1: that were totally fine with whatever went down. So all
2: right. Yeah, you know, Mike McCarthy was a big massage guy. Was he? Oh yeah! You didn't hear about oh, the no, he missed team meetings, allegedly, and the, he was having massages. You didn't know about this? No. That was no. That was that was Scott. You heard about that, right? That's consistent with what you heard, right? No. When he was at Green Bay, yeah. Mm, I mean, it's not surprising. How much trouble can you get into in Green
3: Bay, though? Yeah. Yeah. More. Report: Mike McCarthy routinely skipped team meetings for massages.
0: Well, listen, he was carrying a load. All right, he had he had to do something. Uh,
2: what do you mean? He was heavy? Uh, uh, you said he was carrying. He, wasn't,
1: he wasn't light. Not so, after the massage. So you, notice how, you notice how RJ. RJ is not
2: on the pod. And all of a sudden, AJ Hoffman's like in the gutter here.
0: There's focus. There's also some quotes from Deshaun because he, was, he didn't seem to care if a girl actually knew how to give a massage. That was what interested him. Which you'd think, you know, if you're that concerned about, you know, keeping your body in tip-top shape, you'd want Mm -hmm, someone who's mm -hmm. actually trained to be a masseuse.
2: I want to comment on this. Okay. Because I feel I am, although I'm not a massage expert, I consider myself to be an advantage play massage guy. Okay. Ah. At the World Series of Poker, almost every massage is given to you, like, from behind, okay? Mm -hmm. You don't actually see the girl. So, for the life of me, I don't know why everyone isn't scouting the room for the most unattractive masseuse in the room
1: feel their hands you want the strongest hands
2: for her to be able to actively make a good living as a mm-hmm. masseuse if she's very unattractive she has to be extremely good at now what she does tremendous so,
0: that's a good point right? tremendous and, point. and
2: what does it matter because you're looking at the cards, mm-hmm. and she's like you, it could be cheryl ladd behind me yeah. or liz hurley What's i don't care it, I can imagine
1: any type of chair massage where your face is down and you ne- you're you not turned around or anything like that. You Desha- never see him. So.
0: Deshaun right. was the opposite. Now, he was also an advantage That's player. That's an example
2: where Liz Hurley might well be the one that I would select.
0: He doesn't care. If you look like Liz Hurley, he doesn't care if you're Edward Scissorhands. Like, it didn't matter to him because...
2: I don't know if it would matter to me if it was Liz Hurley.
0: Well, probably not. But they said, did you even ask her what her experience level was? And Deshaun replied, no, sir. That wasn't a priority. <laughs> Right. You didn't care, did you? That wasn't a priority. I just wanted a massage. You didn't care what her skill level was, correct? That wasn't a priority. You didn't care whether she was properly trained. That wasn't my priority, sir. Which begs the question, what is your priority?
2: I don't think Liz Hurley won an Oscar for Bedazzled, but it was an exceptional movie yeah. to
0: watch. It was, it was role. It was good. So... This is all coming out at a bad time for Deshaun. It's coming out at a bad time for the Bears because any thought that he's not going to be suspended, I think— What do the, the Bears care? Or, excuse me, the, the Browns. <laughs> any thought that he might not be suspended, I think, is now gone. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the this is already being tried in the court of public opi- uh, opinion, and there's Roger Goodell can't do nothing. He just suspended Calvin Ridley a season for betting fifteen grand.
2: Wow, well, well, now betting, betting is like the worst thing you can possibly do.
0: Do we have an update on what's going on with Trevor Bauer? Like, what his? If, is he appealing? Like, is he going to get a lesson, a reduced sentence? Because he's tre- working on his lob wedge.
2: He's heading over to Saudi Arabia. Trevor <laughs>
0: Bauer, all his charges got dropped. They they took off the restraining order. They basically called that woman a liar. Hmm. And he's still got two years. That's after he sat out most of last year. Mm-hmm. So now if they – and that's one woman. If they if they go easy on Deshaun and say, oh, four games, people are going to lose their mind. You, in 2022, you just can't get away with it. They're going to have to swing a hammer at this guy. I i, I think it's going to be 10 games minimum, but more more than likely it's a year.
2: You're over-unders 10.5 because they will not – if it, if once it hits ten, there's no way they're suspending someone for twelve games. I mean, it's either ten or less or the season, right? I mean, yeah. those are the options. Would we all agree?
0: I agree. Mm. I can't. Can you picture a scenario where they suspend him for less than ten? No. You? Eight.
2: I think there's precedent that baseball now baseball eight's not does even it's half. 80 ga- it's eighty yeah. games or the season. There's mm-hmm. no, there's never been an in between, right?
0: Now eight's not even half the games. That would that that would look sure. bad. Yeah. Like so, I I think they would say ten. Like at the the bare minimum.
2: And yet the the Cleveland season win number.
0: This is what's fascinating.
2: It was like 9.8. There were some 10s, and it's holding. It's holding at 9.6, and I'm like, why isn't everybody betting Cleveland under 9.5 plus money? And the answer, I think, is they will be. <laughs> so may as well get in front of that. If you um, are looking to bet against the Browns, we talked about this on SOV. I just bet Carolina, a god awful Carolina Panther team, week one plus three and a half, hosting these aforementioned Browns. And Browns, um, my, me and my buddy the Crack Man uh, bet under ten, laid dollar twenty five at circa. The Browns,
0: the Browns won eight games last year. Baker Mayfield's not going to play for the Browns this year. Deshaun Watson's unlikely to play for the Browns this year. Do you think they're going to be better than a year ago? No. The Ravens are going to be better. I know that, or I believe that. That
2: Jacoby Brissett, how slow did he look? Yeah. Like, when he was playing, it was was like Scott could have run him down. He's
1: a serviceable Backup. But if you have to rely on him, to be I think your so. Starter this entire season, it's not going to work. I out. think he's in that the Colt
0: McCoy class, like Case Keenum. But the, the if you got him, if you've got him, if he needs to play three games in a season you can probably it, totally
2: And when they do that, when the Colt McCoy plays three games, then he can go all in, he can stay up all night yeah. looking at, 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 over all the yeah. numbers, and he can risk his body and run the ball because he knows, hey, I, I got a I short-term gig here. As soon as you got to play eight straight games, all of a sudden.
0: There, there's no chance of Jacoby Brissett becoming like Wally Pip and playing so well that he gets the job, especially now that they've got all this guaranteed money with Deshaun. So there, there's this is the, he understands this is a temporary gig, I'll I'll give it my best shot. Three weeks, four weeks. I mean, listen, Jacoby Brissett may get hurt in that time, mm-hmm. uh, given the way he plays. But it, it, this is there's no, I don't see the Browns improving drastically over last season because I, don't, I I think their quarterback situation, believe it or not, is worse
1: than it was a year ago.
2: They'd be like a seven win team if they have to go Brissett the whole year. They win seven or eight and, games. And you know agreed.
1: Yeah, and you know what's wild is that because of the money invested in Watson. It's not like they can go out there and improve their quarterback position. No, like they're not trading for Jimmy. Garoppolo.
0: You know what they can there's two, do? There's
2: two decent quarterbacks out there. Yeah, one of them. One of them one is of the them quarterback is they have to get rid yeah. of.
0: <laughs> now they they could just say, you know what, we're keeping Baker.
2: And I don't I don't think it's viable. I think this is we're 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 down the road too far. Didn't he say goodbye to yeah. in newspaper yeah. ads? Yeah. yeah, I think they're just waiting. Is for, he still
1: under contract? What is it, Tom Brady? Too? They're waiting for the market to actually catch up and and for there to be a a real offer for
0: Yeah, but you you know what? Like, if you're that person who's like, okay, I've got this asset that people can— they might want, and I don't need it because I've got a better asset now, so I'm going to sell this asset— once your asset that you think is better dries up, don't you kind of change your mind or no, at least your change your valuation?
2: No, because if what happens if Baker, you put him under center and the dude actually like learns he, he, his labrum heals and then you're four and oh and now you're screwed because yeah. you got Watson under why contract. Why is
0: trademark his trade, va- trade value is better now?
2: Hmm, that's a good point. But but people will be like losing their minds. They're like, why don't why don't we keep him? Because
0: we paid Deshaun
1: Watson a billion
0: dollars. Four and
2: o, or four and o. Listen.
1: Uh, but what's Baker's motivation? Does he even want to – he doesn't want to be there after all this. I'm sure he doesn't.
0: But, so I, nice. I mean, his,
1: his motivation is his next contract, though. Let's let's be real. Like Quarterback quarterback market's ridiculous. It's supply and demand. You have to pay for it even because you, you don't then, have and, one. Then why does it – He's going to get paid no matter where he plays. Then
0: why – why, how come Jimmy G doesn't have a starting
1: job locked up? He's better than Baker right now. As soon as he gets to a team, he will. Well, why isn't he on a team? He will be. The 49ers are waiting for – a market
2: seattle carolina pick them up when, when is this or market someone will gonna... lose, some the vikings will lose their quarterback yeah. cousins will get hurt in preseason someone's gonna yeah. get hurt it happens every year i don't know like
0: i, I to me I, I think seattle really be, like i don't know they believe they're gonna win with with drew lock but i think they're fully prepared to go this season with drew lock and uh, suffer the qu- consequences or reap the rewards however you want to look they're at it
2: not dummies well yeah, they're not they're not gonna give away the house, but they're gonna pay, they, they would they would love to upgrade a quarterback. Sure.
0: But is Baker May does Baker Mayfield make the Seahawks a playoff team? No. No. Does Jimmy Garoppolo make them a playoff team? No. Then what are
2: they doing? They don't know that. Uh, they know that. They know they they know it makes them a 500 team and then it just becomes random variants.
0: And Maybe especially get there. teams like the Seahawks who it's not like the the fans aren't going to show up in Seattle. Fans are going to show up in oh, Seattle.
2: Oh, playing the playing the loyal card. Yeah. There's, there's, there's you know, it's interesting because there really is like like they talk about blue states, and red states. There are loyal states. Like Green Bay can be terrible. And that matter. those fans will a barbecue. Kansas City, it's 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 great that they had all these winning teams because they're such great fans. Whereas there's other places that literally Arizona, Miami, yeah. uh yeah, you get you better win, or lots of good seats available.
0: What's the uh, McKenzie? What's the current market on the Browns' uh, Super Bowl odds, and how's it how's it changed in let's say the last forty eight hours? I want right, it. And then I I'd all, you said today, you saw that the the Browns, and what's funny is before SOV today, so at like, you know, at two o'clock Pacific time, McKenzie and I were talking about it. The Browns were still favored to win the AFC North. You said in the last couple hours that's changed. Uh,
2: Yeah, I I checked a couple books, and I saw Baltimore plus 180 as the favorite, and I said, you know what? I like Baltimore. Pittsburgh's not going to win. If you said, well, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati all should have been two, two to one. Well, Cleveland shouldn't be two to one anymore. And I saw like a plus 230 at one book. And I like Baltimore a lot better than Cincinnati. So a little alternative best bet Baltimore to win the division plus 180. People are going to keep betting on Baltimore over 10. Yeah. The narrative is, you know, they won eight games with every, and everything went wrong last mm-hmm. year. Yeah.
3: Brown pe- Super Bowl odds dip. They're now 23 to one. Last update, we're 20 to one. They're 12th favorite currently.
0: Okay, who's who's in that same range as them?
3: Bengals twenty one to one. Behind them, the Colts twenty four to one. Eagles thirty to one. I'd rather take any of those. I'd, I'd rather have any of those three teams,
2: especially the Eagles, because the NFC is so much weaker. Yeah. But I, I
0: mean, better path. One of those teams was in the freaking Super Bowl last year and has the same quarterback coming back, mm-hmm. <laughs> and their odds are basically the same as the Browns.
2: I'm, what are we doing? I've seen this movie before. I, in the eighties, the Bengals actually made the Super Bowl twice.
0: I, I remember that. Yeah, they uh, they've I, already been more competitive in one than they were in the other. You know,
2: they actually they, they were they were not terrible afterwards. Like they that was a strike-shortened season. I think they went seven and two, and they lost to oh Mark Gastineau. They lost to Gastineau in the Jets in, <laughs> in, in, in the playoffs in that god awful nine-game season.
0: Hey McKenzie, what were the Browns going into last season? I'd be curious on that because. I, it felt like there was a lot of browns love going into last season and i'll i'll toot my own horn i was anti baker you know all all along i i i've never seen it with this guy i don't believe in baker mayfield but the roster was so good but now, I mean, the roster is still still really good. It'd be the,
2: interesting to see if anyone takes Baker in our upcoming coming quarterback draft for next week.
0: Yeah, we will, we'll get into mm. that. Uh, we'll get, we're going to get into that later, trust me, because we've, we've got to figure out the game plan. Like, we're going to put it all out on the table, so we'll do that. But I, I, I can't imagine being bullish on the Browns right now. I don't like whatever you're thinking. What like what's the bottom of the market where you'd say, okay, now I'll bet them over.
2: Now, that's interesting because normally I'm a marketplace guy. So yeah. if the number's 9.5, I'd say, oh, over 9. I I would max bet it. But, but you wouldn't. But I I, would, I wouldn't. I would I, I would say—
1: I don't think that they're— Just in general, unders are the better bets,
2: right? Yeah, but here— but, but, they're, yeah. but they're the better bets because all the numbers are too, yeah. are too high by, like, you know, point one five of a I guess, game I guess and if, here. I
1: guess if you told me they're 5.5, then yes, yeah. I'd go over. I mean, I'd go over 8.5. Yeah.
2: But, but it got into <laughs> my head if I had to make one bet and you said it was 9— you know what? And I couldn't scalp or medal or do anything. Yeah. I'd play under nine. So but eight and a
0: half, you'd play over.
2: Eight and a half, I go over the, the, just because the the roster's so good.
0: But that roster was good last year, and they were eight and nine.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, With, and the quarterback couldn't play a lick, and like injuries all over the place. What do you think they got this year?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, not going to be. Any, listen, they got fourteen games out of Baker Mayfield. They got seven. Uh, Case Keenum played in seven games. Case Keenum's better than Jacoby Brissett. Like they're downgraded. Whoever plays quarterback for them, they're downgraded. So I don't know. I think I'd go under eight and a half if I had. Like I, now that I'm talking this out, I'm going to have to go make a bet under nine. Well, I was going to say
2: if you like under eight and a half, if you assumed eight and a half was a, was the fair valuation. The probability that they win exactly nine games is a little under twenty percent. Call it yeah. call it about sixteen percent. So now we're at that magic. You got a sixty six percent bet, and you're getting plus money under nine and a half. Yeah. How often you're gonna get a? It's like an MLB team. You're getting two to one. Yeah. But you don't have to. You don't have to bet on the Tigers. Now you get to bet two to one, and you, and you get the Red Sox at home against the Tigers when Skirbo isn't pitching.
0: Yeah, it's the, the Browns are fascinating me this entire offseason because there are still people who are. Who, I, and I think a lot of people believe that Deshaun Watson's not going to get suspended. I, there there are people on Twitter.com who firmly believe Deshaun Watson won't be suspended. And I saw – I'm guessing this was a Browns fan. If they suspend him more than four games, it's outrageous. That'd be unfair. Yeah. Well,
2: I hope they don't bet on the Browns because they're going to need some Vaseline based upon what's about to happen to them on their I, bank rolls if they bet it big.
0: I, I tend to, uh, to agree there. And McKenzie – uh, sent the numbers on the Browns last year they were the eighth favorites 16 to 1 mm. to win the Super Bowl last year so there was there was more optimism on the Browns a year ago looked
2: good week one against Kansas City looked real yeah
0: good. yeah and that was the last time they looked good for a while wasn't it That's right <laughs> all right let's move on to uh, let's let's go to the NBA next and there are some really weird things happening in the series price lines between the Celtics and the Warriors. And I can't say that I totally understand them. I can't say that I don't know if it was fair to begin with or if it's fair now. I'm not really sure. So let's just let's break it out for what it is. The current – now we're, for, we're recording Tuesday night. The next game is Wednesday night, so it will change if, depending on when you hear this. But when it's one to one, these teams are minus 110 either way. You can find minus 110. You can find both teams at plus money if you want. Uh, That is a lot different when this was zero to zero.
2: Well, can we find both teams plus money? I believe you can. can. I don't think so. If so, we should bet both teams plus money. It's, it's like plus one hundred and two, I and mean, probably more like minus one hundred
0: and two. I think the, Mackenzie, you said the Celt- or the uh, the, at, Warriors at are plus the Warriors right? are plus one hundred and two. The Warriors
3: are plus one hundred and two. I'm not sure if there's any place where the Celtics are plus money.
0: Okay, yeah. all right. So maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, speaking out of turn. It's
2: close to pick close. them. Shop around, almost no big.
0: But there's there are you did say there are some like Warriors minus one twenty five. So the comeback on the Celtics has to be close to that, right?
2: It Doesn't have to be.
0: No, I guess you're right.
2: It depends. C- cockroaches. On they really yeah, are. I saw
0: minus 115,
1: minus 105. Okay. So, oh, and that was the Celtics were minus 105? I've seen both. I've seen it for the Celtics minus 115, Warriors minus 105. I've seen Warriors minus 115, Celtics minus 105. Well,
0: then either way, what we're looking at here is if you're betting minus 110 on one of these teams, you're giving up money because you shouldn't be betting. You should be betting minus 105 at a minimum, right?
2: Yes. And, you know, picture this is you know, going in we were like these are two pretty darn equal teams yes and golden state's home mm-hmm. and we said how much is it worth to be the home team and get that 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 home court advantage game 7 and we uh, had varying opinions um McKenzie took the mathematical bench ran his binomial distribution, which we're still not a hundred percent confident in I believe came up with minus one Twenty I said minus one thirty. I think RJ said minus one thirty five put it all together call it minus one thirty bottom line is put it all together
0: Steve's number is the yeah, right yeah, number. yeah. I just exactly. took the
2: weight <laughs> so Wait a minute if they're two equal teams and it should be around minus one thirty. It was a little bit higher mm-hmm. Golden State was like minus one fifty all right now now, Boston's the home team. And if they're two equal teams, shouldn't Boston be like minus one thirty or even a little bit higher?
1: Yes, I, I I would Boston should be, in my opinion, minus one twenty five right now. And it doesn't it never made sense the adjustment after the game two loss. See the adjustment after game one I agreed with because what Boston did was they stole home court advantage, right? And if you just played out every game moving forward based on the spreads, Boston wins the series. Mm-hmm. So to make Boston minus 160, minus 170 after game one, I'm all for it. Yeah, you're fine with that. And then after the game two loss to react to where the market is now, I, I don't understand it. Cause we're in the same spot that we were in prior to now. I guess you could say, oh, well, if they go up two oh, now they're gonna be north of two dollars. Of course they're gonna be massive, massive to win this series. But the bottom line is they are still at a place where they have home court advantage in three of the next five games. This isn't four of seven. This
2: is three of five. And we know the point spreads. We know Boston's they're three laying and half, three and a half. And, and f- likely going to be the same in game four so and late, the same in game six. Wait, that's three and a half times three? That's ten and a half points. Ten and, and a half points. And Golden State probably be laying about minus four. I know they're laying four and a half and even five game two, but that wasn't like the mother of that all. That was a
1: situation. Yeah. But, zigzag,
2: yes. needed mm-hmm. it like blood. So, so if Golden State's going to be laying four, they're laying eight points. Boston's laying 10 and a half. We're back to where we were. Boston is laying an extra two and a half points. Yes. Boston should be favored. Yes. So where are we getting here? If you are if you like Boston, I think you got to look towards don't bet Boston game three. So got to like, bet the series, right? Bet the series. Lay mm-hmm. 105. Shop around.
0: And if you like the Warriors?
2: If you like the Warriors, I think you got to try to find creative ways to get at the Warriors game three. Now, what's interesting.
0: Or go to Circa and, and take the plus money.
2: You could, but I still think the game three is better. Now the line that I think I think you bet selectively. find a way, the best way to bet Golden State game three money and then, line. And then if game three doesn't work out, I think then you double down. You bet game four Golden I, State. But I, I can't get past the third quarter. I gotta get I gotta get me a piece of third yeah, quarter. Yeah, I, I
1: would say if, you, if you're taking Golden State in game three, you're taking them on the money line. Uh, we know that crazy stat that goes back to 2010, which was NBA Finals games lined six or less. The team that has won the game is 62 0 and 1 against the spread. So the spread is not factored in when it's six
2: or less. And I still think we're cherry picking only going back to two thousand. Sure, sure, sure. But the, it's still. Yes, and we've
1: seen it in these playoffs. Come on, how many times has the spread even mattered for the losing team? Yeah. It doesn't. It, they they're either gonna win outright or they're not going or, or the, the the winning team is the favorites gonna cover. And I think that the approach moving forward is is if you're just going on the numbers base, why, you know, yes, okay, take the points, but why not grab the plus money on Warriors money line
2: I, I, I in kinda, this spot? I, I kind of like doing both because I, I because I, I don't think we get what do we get on the money line on Golden State like plus one forty five, right now? Plus one forty. Plus one forty. Yeah. Plus one forty. So plus one forty is. I can see, I can do just breaking it up and saying, do part on the money line, part on the plus three. Net, but you know what, where I want to bet Golden State, I want to wait till there's like two minutes left in the first half. First half is winding down. Mm-hmm. I want to bet live because I know I'm getting that third quarter where yeah. Golden State. Let me just step RJ in for RJ numbers.
0: though. RJ doesn't want to say I'll bet it live if this is the scenario. Like it's not actionable for people. But no,
2: but on the pod, it's okay. It's not okay on the SOV live because, okay. because people, But but we have a very, very extremely sophisticated audience on the pot, and we can we can go ahead and that, propose. Okay, but fair enough. Uh-huh. So we'll bet Golden State's second half. Okay? Okay. But okay, we'll bet it bang as soon as the numbers come up because everyone has gotten the memo. You laid it out on SOV, where basically Golden State, you and RJ, that in the in the playoffs, in the third quarter, their point differential during the whole Kerr you know era is it, a
1: billion.
0: It, Warriors it's, it's right more now, than
2: the first half. Warriors right now
1: minus a point and a half for the third quarter.
2: Think about this. So. I
1: would bet that right now.
2: No, no, you're getting you're getting like robbed blind. <laughs> what they're, what, what they're would it a be if they're a three and a half point dog and you're laying one and a half in the third quarter? You can't play that. You're why? Giving, because the makers are so yeah. stupid. Just yeah. wait for the end of the first half, and they'll and they'll they're they're like they're, they're like okay, let's see. Golden State was a three and a half. Boston was a three and a half point favorite. Yeah, and they and Boston's up two and a half. So we'll make Boston one and a half. And for, and half, the half for the second, second half, half. What was the point third? Five what, the third what was the third quarter line? In game two. I don't know, but I can tell you that that, that this is the same thing as like we we talk about when a team's down 0-2 and they go home Mm -hmm. and they're laying three for the game and they're laying four for the first half or three and a half.
1: The the example here now is the Celtics are minus one and a half in the first quarter. Yeah. Now, this is a spot – now, the Celtics – Celtics been very strong in the first. Very game. strong. They're six and zero after a loss, both straight up and against the spread in these playoffs. They're so if five like, and one in the first quarter. So if of you those like
2: Boston, bet them first quarter, first yeah. half. Now I saw minus one fifty locally here in Vegas on first half money line on Boston. So if you were going to bet Boston, minus one sixty and two and a half. Yeah. So you don't you don't want to. I mean, you shop around, and that's yeah. the beauty of, of, of when you start going to some of these derivatives. I, and I, I tweeted about this, so everyone's mad at me, but I'm right and they're wrong. <laughs> I, I talk about basically of all of the bookmakers are incompetent and in their pussies. All right. Both. And here's why. The line's three Nothing and a half. Nothing
0: worse th- than an incompetent pussy.
2: Yes. The line is three and a half everywhere. The Celtics are laying three and a half. So think about this. Now it's not profitable to have a one point medal on the side. So if I bet plus four and I laid three. I lose in the long run. Okay, I could win on this game, but in the long run, I lose. Only getting a half point value in each direction. So why does no odds maker in the whole effing planet have an opinion on this game? Because you could, if you, all you had to do is shade it to four or three. If if someone dealt Celtics minus three lay fifteen, they would write a bajillion tickets. Because who would lay three and a half minus one ten when you can lay three minus fifteen? Right, Scott. I mean, you buy a half point sure. for five cents. Yeah. Same thing. If I if I if if I told you you like Golden State, and I said you're gonna plus four lay fifteen, no one would take plus three and a half lay a dollar ten. You'd write a zillion tickets that way. A book could like make a fortune just going back and forth by shading it. You know, a half point and five cents. But hell, if they actually went all the way to three or four, they would think about all the money they write. But nope, nope. The world's greatest bookmakers, jelly in the belly, real scared, just gonna sit there and copy the market. They're not bookmakers. They're odds copiers. They're all copying without any thought to how they can you know, go ahead and make more money dealing in three and a half. And when we get to the end of the first half, they'll have memory of a goldfish. They'll completely have forgotten how good Golden State is in the third quarter, and they will just deal initially. They'll just deal if Boston's up two one and a half, second half, and then then the money will flow in on Golden State on third quarter and on second half because the betters are well aware of that because the best betters in the world are 10 times better than the best bookmakers in the world. Anyone that disagrees with me, you're wrong, <laughs> and go and read Smart Money by Michael Koenig who explains all of this and talks about Billy Wal- working for Billy Walters and some of the t- tactics they use.
0: And also minus 130 was the right number hmm, so, yeah. uh, you know, by weighted average, just happened to be Fed's not but,
2: but we can't lay one and a half <laughs> on a three and a half point underdog on a quarter okay I mean we're paying we're paying a tax of that's beyond extreme there
0: I just wonder if it's going to like eventually the these things you'd start to pay a tax if you want to bet the other way. it's almost like Alabama first half in football a couple of years ago like they caught on enough that it was like
2: it was still on the the openers were still the bookmaker was still copying the the openers saying all right they're 20 so the first half is 10 and a half and they just followed the chart.
0: You Eventually know. they stopped that.
2: Nope. They still haven't.
0: No, that's not true. No, no I'll the, not last. The better
2: stopped. The betters hit it immediately. It's the betters it's like, oh, it opened ten and a half and now it's twelve, like like five minutes after it came up.
0: Well, okay. We I want to get into the NBA MVP or uh finals MVP market while we're discussing the, the finals. And last week you were high on Marcus Smart. You had a good ticket on Marcus Smart. It feels like it's the 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 group of guys who can potentially win is whittled down drastically after two games. Do we all agree on that?
2: Yes. Down, is it da- is down, it down, to, down three. to three
0: guys? It's down to three. So if the Warriors win, it's Steph Curry. If the if the Celtics win, it's Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. One of those two guys.
2: I agree. And I
1: and- I lean it's 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 gonna be Tatum which is terrible because it's, and I said this on SOV, the v- people that vote for this, they don't care. They, they're not going to dive deep into any uh, efficiency numbers or anything like that. They're just going to say, well, in game one, He was a facilitator, and he had 13 assists. And in game two, he still got 28 points. I don't care how poorly he shot, still had 28 points. And this is the downside
0: of these kinds of wagers where Mm -hmm. there's not a true outcome that you can look at the scoreboard and say, "There's that's the outcome. This is in the hands of voters. Because otherwise, we would look at Jalen Brown right now and say, there's real value on that number.
2: I don't know if I'd call it It's just the way things are. Some people are saying, but someone out there right now bet Tatum to win MVP as as a proxy, I'm sure, for Boston. And they're like, that's not a downside, that's an upside. That's the way it works. Yep, fair enough. It's fixed. Exactly.
1: Yay! I'm going to win. Yeah, and same thing with Steph Curry right now. There's no one else on the Warriors that they're going to vote for to win this award because he's been great through two games. And if they are to win three more games, it's because he's going to be great.
2: The Warriors are pick them. And Curry is minus 105, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Which I mean, at minus 110 and then to minus 105, it almost said, it almost leaves room for if the Warriors lose, there's still like a better than none chance that Steph Curry could win the MVP. I think on that's the viable. Team.
2: If Curry goes for 40 every game, plays out of his mind, and Boston wins in seven, and Tatum sucks, um, mm, that's I, so difficult. It could happen. It's only well, it's once a, in history, but it's a lot more viable now than it was two games ago. But yeah. I mean, We're on the path,
0: would you agree? If it's only happened once in NBA history. Would you agree that no one on the Celtics right now has played nearly well enough to say, "Oh, that's an easy one. give it to that guy"? No, I don't think anybody's easy. But like S- easy. Steph has it, been phenomenal. There's like you can't say anything after, bad about what Steph's done. I agree. Done.
1: It, but if it, we have if the Celtics win Game Three, the picture will become clearer. Sure, and it will be, hey, Jalen Brown again was the spark plug. Jalen Brown again was the the, the dominant scorer. And so he now emerges as the favorite. Or Jason Tatum completely makes you forget about the performances in the first two games, and he goes out there and shoots 9 of 15 from the floor and has 35 points.
2: If it was a best 2 out of 3 and Curry scored 45 and Boston's role players all stepped it up big and, and they won the game, Curry would win the MVP.
0: Now, but they got to win three more games, Boston. No, there's that. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, game one you could argue – I mean – I think it was Jalen Brown, but you could make an argument for Al Horford being the best player on Boston yeah, no, in Game Al One. Horford for sure.
2: I mean, so if you his go through,
1: MVP odds skyrocketing, but if you go through, in how do you <laughs> shoot
2: three pointers like like you know, like like off your right shoulder? Yeah, it's he very strange. He made six of them. I bet he's a hell of a Papa shot player.
0: But but if Marcus Smart's their best player in Game Three and. Someone who's not Jason Tatum is their best player
1: in Game yeah. Four. Like if it's, it's someone every game has. I, just- I, I still don't see them giving it to a player on the losing team. It's it's.
2: I remember, Curry's got the sentimental. Never won the MVP. Sure,
1: but they're not going to do that to him and give it to him in a losing effort. It's
2: got good looking kids. Everyone likes him.
1: well. I called them the first family of the NBA yeah. years ago <laughs> when when the, when when the Warriors were at the beginning of their rise and you know and how many times during the game it's like they show Dell and Sonya on in the stands and mm-hmm. stuff and then you had whole riley curry getting into the post-game press conference yeah. i mean they were the first family of the nba i want right?
2: to vote for
1: yeah McKinsey.
0: Yeah. what was the the stat you had today uh like the company that steph curry's in with his finals performances
3: michael jordan lebron james steph curry the three players to average 25 5 and 5 on better than 55 percent true shooting that's pretty that's pretty good company yeah, and if they win, if the Warriors win, he wins the MVP. I just, I can't, I just, I, I refuse to believe. Are you going to say it's a zero
1: chance? That they give it to him in a loss. I refuse to believe it. They Even if we're saying it, it's
3: 1 in 50, they they will happen once in 50 years, that's 2%. They will give
1: it to an undeserving player on the Celtics. And, and it'll
3: be it'll
2: be a Jason Tatum. I'll Look, take I'll take 50 to 1. You want to book my action? Yes. All right. That if, in a loss. Yes. Give somebody a, hit the green button. Me, I'm going I'm I'm, to I'm, I'm say, so if, if Golden State wins, there's no action. Yeah. If, um... If, um, if, if, if Boston wins, yeah. I've got fifty to one on Curry. You got fifty to one. All right. For, so I'll for th- 300? 10 I'll,
1: bucks to. I'll, I'll take ten bucks. Yeah, ten yeah. bucks to five hundred. Yes. Yeah. Done. Done. All right. Ten and bucks. for the second time in NBA history, a <laughs> <laughs> player on the losing team has won the MVP. What would you buy
0: with that ten bucks?
1: I'm curious. What, what would make you give fifty to one odds? What are oh, you planning on good. buying oh, with oh, that ten bucks? I mean, that's that's lunch. Are you kidding me? Okay. It's free lunch. Okay. I mean, maybe not where Fezzi goes, but like for <laughs> oh, me, no, I, I,
2: it exactly is Fezzi. That's four shrimp cocktails. <laughs> I, 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 I have a. That's five hot dogs. i am i am a, se- I'm a seven stars, so I get, so I get a ten dollar food comp credit every day, every day. So I go to Starbucks and I get like three of the dried nuts and like or okay. chocolate almonds because it's like three thirty five each. So, um, so yeah, that's my ten dollars in food comps. But I got to tell you guys, I found the way to maximize the value. Whoa! okay. I found a place in Paris. They got a cafe there, Nineteen ninety-nine bottles of champagne, and they've got, like, four free drinks up to $20 value.
1: This isn't Mon Ami Gabi, right?
2: <laughs> no. So, like, I'm basically walking out of the place daily with four bottles of champagne, 80 bucks of champagne. For, for free? Yeah, because I get four free drinks. Wow. And I was in Laughlin, and Laughlin— But do- you're not
0: carrying it out with you. Of course or you I just am.
2: Getting- I quadruple bag it, and I'm, like, toting it out. I've been lifting. Wow, good. good for you. So in Laughlin, it's a $20 food comp, but you don't get any free drinks. I'm like, what's up with the no free drinks? And then I heard this. Oh, you, sir, here in, here at Harris Laughlin, all you got to do is show your card, and you can drink for free at all the bars. Oh, Unlimited. wow. Unlimited. And they did not even ask me for my ID ever. So, AJ, if you ever go down to Laughlin, maybe you, Scott, if I get to know you better. Think about how many you're going to get to order until they cut you off.
1: I can't mm. even imagine. That's amazing. Total Ooh. rewards, huh?
2: Total rewards. Total
1: rewards I that ain't bad, man.
0: <laughs> that ain't bad. Living large. All right. Uh, let's move on to Major League Baseball because I know Fez wants to pick Scott's brain. Scott is big into Major League Baseball, and so are we here at pregame. Let me tell you guys, we got a contest going, a winner-take-all contest, 500 bucks cash, cash dollars. Contest is rolling, it's gonna run. No, we
2: never give out. No, this no, is no, it's real. gotta be cre- pre game credit to nope. buy my season package, right?
1: Cash
0: money, well, you,
2: can Fred.
1: you can use that cash to buy your season, yeah, package. you could, but yeah. or you could use it to, to,
0: to buy lunch, like Scott says, or whatever, whatever you want to. Uh, you've been to Ellis Island. I've not been to Ellis Island. What are Island. you doing? What am I doing? I haven't Scott. been there yet either.
2: Oh. You guys are like paying full fare in a town. <laughs> Have you had the dollar ninety nine shrimp cocktail? The dollar fifty shrimp cocktail. I don't really love shrimp,
0: shrimp cocktail. I don't do shrimp. I like warm shrimp. shrimp. I like cooked shrimp.
2: Discounted shrimp is not your cup of tea. I just
0: don't I I still like that. cold shrimp. That's all. All right. Uh, all right. The contest is going to run through the MLB All Star Game. Fifty minimum picks. A hundred maximum picks. The most net profit wins five hundred cash. Contest is free to enter. So tough
2: game strategy. You go yeah. you start out and you go like 40 and 14 and
0: Do like, you want to chill out? I don't yeah. know. It's free to enter. In- so wait, it's free to enter and you can win five hundred dollars cash. That sounds like a no-risk scenario. Am I right?
2: You are. The ultimate, what do they call it? They call it a free, That's roll. A free roll. You know, friends. Vegas has great like free roll contests. So the um like the Boyd properties had to pick the pros and Andy Isco actually a friend of this, of, um, of pregame, he, um, He actually got them all right one week and won $10,000, the good Andy. You know, picked all 14. Picked the pros, and he was the only one that got it that week. Yeah.
0: So sign up today, pregame.com. Get in on the action. $500 first place in the free MLB All-Star 500 contest. All right. Go ahead and start picking Scott's brain. What do you got for I got
2: three potential bets here, Scott. Give me thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Possible division bet. You know what? I don't see much of a difference between Milwaukee and St. Louis. And I don't think anyone else can win the division cards two to one to win the division. Yes or no.
1: At that number. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. At uh, two to one. Now. So it's crazy because at the beginning of the season, I was so down on the Cardinals because I felt like, oh, they're old. Albert Pujols, and it's yes, the retirement tour the for Yachty to and, and, and that's it. Like, but you know, Albert Pujols and Yachty Molina pitching. Regularly. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's the retirement <laughs> tour, but like, and remember, they fired the manager last year and brought in another yes man to kind of like mm. answer, to the, answer to the top of the organization. But their pitching is off to a pretty good start. And they called up their two rookies in Yepes and Gorman. And are, those kids are playing They like, call
2: up like four guys, right? Yeah. like like.
1: But specifically, I mean, yeah, those two guys, yeah, they call a bunch. But they, they are this is a good team. This is, is a. It. They're just a good organization. We know that for years. So, yeah, I don't hate it at all. I
2: don't hate that at all fantastic Two to one sure all right season win mm-hmm. and i think both of these are outstanding but i i i look this is on bet online we're offers. gonna
0: rank these one being the best three being the worst when it's all three. i
2: don't understand these at all pittsburgh over under this is this is a number you can bet bet online small mm-hmm. limit over under season wins they're 24 and 28 so they've yep. been playing good ball of late 72 over under i love under I mean, I know they're close to 500. They're Pythagorean. They're, they're minus 75 runs.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. It's bad. They're also better at home than they are on the road. Um, and they played
2: four more home games year to
1: date. Yeah. yeah. Um, 72.
2: Yeesh.
1: That's close. I'd probably say you're under a safe. Yeah. It's I,
2: lukewarm. Yeah. It's lukewarm is approval, it's, but, but you're it's not a, excited. That's
1: a, that's a good number they're probably going to finish anywhere between you know 69 70 71 72 I I, I I would if you ask me to make a bet it's the under okay but I think that they will you, you might sweat that one out I
2: right. I don't think I'm gonna sweat this one this one
0: just I- just, a, just a quick glance they don't have any Dodgers they don't have any Padres left on their schedule like they, it looks like they've the the worst is behind and they just they just swept the Dodgers,
1: which you know that
0: yeah, that helps. Wins,
2: baseball, baseball betting is easy. I knew yeah. they were going to sweep the Dodgers and Dodgers team. That was obvious.
1: Well, I bet them in the third <laughs> game kidding. of the series. Be, I'm <laughs> kidding. I they, bet no, but I bet, the third game of the series you, plus two hundred on Jose Quintana. Mm. Uh, in the the pitching matchup was incredible, and it was fading all the squares that were just going. There's no way the Dodgers are going to get swept a, by the Pirates. That,
2: that has actually been one. I don't think it's so. I wouldn't call them squares though because that's been for a subset that's been absolute lights out good that the dominant team does not get swept you know against a yeah. bad team. They so. have that. finished
0: they they finished 5 and 1 against the Dodgers this season. Yeah. That's funny. But I mean was that crazy.
1: was I mean you gave me you, I had the pitching edge with Quintana and first 5 get- would have been better though right? Yeah. But I mean, I took them for the game because I took plus two twenty, yep. and it was great. I'm sure it
2: was still still really good first five. But I, everything, I agree with you for the matchups. Oftentimes, the matchups clearly trump the the trends. Mm-hmm. This was a, this was the situation there.
0: What's your other team total? All
2: right, and this one I think Scott's going to endorse fully. Colorado. Under seventy wins, oh. how oh, the yeah. hell oh. are the Rockies going to win sixty games yeah. with that division? <laughs> you're talking about not having to, the Dodgers anymore, or, or, or you know, or having yeah. to play the Padres. Caro's twenty-three and thirty-one. It's misleading. They're they're Pythagorean. They're minus sixty-three run differential, and they play ten more home games where they're supposed to be good. I think the wheels come off. Caro could have the worst record in baseball.
1: Yeah, this is a bad. This is a bad team. This is a bad team. They finished the year, by the way, at the end of the season with a double series against the Dodgers at the end of the year. So they play at six games (laughs) against the Dodgers at the end of the year. They're going to go (laughs) 0-6 in those six games. So it's a a really bizarre uh, schedule for them. They have a a bunch of series. They have a stretch in the second half where they go uh, Dodgers into San Diego. Yeah, I love love
2: it. MLB 538, McKenzie reports, projects only 66 wins for the Rockies. So I think we're safe to go ahead and rank these. We're going to put the Rockies under 70 for our best bet. We are going to like the Cardinals to the one to win the division and strong lean Pittsburgh to go under the 72.
0: Yep, I like it. Perfect. All right, let's get into the golf stuff, the LIV. We talked about it on Straight Out of Vegas.
2: 54.
0: 54, 54, live, live, love, live, laugh, the love. The
2: was the 50, get it?
0: I, I, 54. I see what they did there. It's so
2: cool. <laughs> uh,
0: but we talked about it on SOV today, so instead of going over it again, we'll just play what, you ha- what we had. And I, mean, I want to get into this golf stuff because Dustin Johnson becomes the... Highest ranked, I, I can't say biggest name because Phil Mickelson, he's on it as well. But this is the most currently relevant golfer to say, okay, PGA, you want to play chicken, I'm out. Dustin Johnson gives up his tour card, will participate in the LIV. And it begs the question, at what point is the break? Dustin Johnson's the first big-name, top-tier guy. What happens if another one, another top-ten guy, and then another one? And then we've got two basically even tours from a competition standpoint. One's just paying nearly double. How long can the PGA keep their model going if they're saying, you can't play with us if
1: you play over there? I think at some point, they're going to have to break and say, okay, you can do both. Dustin Johnson's making $125 million by playing in this golf league. Um, Forget about the purse, the price for these things, where the last place golfer is going to make, I think, $120,000. Like the last place golfer. And there's no no cuts. no cuts. It's just three rounds, 54 holes. That's why it's the live tour. L-I-V is 54 Roman numerals. We know that because we watch Super Bowls. And... Three rounds, that's it. Last place, 120 k The purse for last week's tournament, I believe, on the DP World Tour, which is like the lesser, you know, below the PGA yeah. Tour or whatever, $2 million. For the entire field. For the entire field. Yeah. If I, you are, like, I understand, okay, you want to leave the PGA Tour where, you know, whatever, you, the PGA Tour, like, There's a the purse is $8.7 million for the RBC Canadian Open. But if you're a golfer that is... In the DP World Tour, and you have an opportunity to go play in in this Saudi-backed league, it's not even a question.
0: But here's no, here's the question: Do the best golfers in the world right now want the guys who are on the DP Tour to be making more money than them mm-hmm. in Saudi? I don't, I don't think so. So they're going to go to Saudi, and the PGA Tour is going to have to decide: Do we want to play with these scabs? Like, does the, do we want the, the DP tour to now be basically the PGA tour? Or do they want to give the guys the option of playing both? Because I think that's the only viable way the PGA
1: keeps going. I think they're going to have to give these players an option or else run the risk of losing all and, of them. And we do know that... The USGA
0: said that Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, mm-hmm. Louis Oosthese, and all these guys will be allowed to participate in the U.S. Open regardless of status on the PGA Tour. So, and Dustin Johnson, fifth favorite at eighteen to one. Scotty Scheffler, your favorite at eleven to one. So, and Phil Mickelson, one hundred and thirty to one. If you're, <laughs> in, if you're interested in that, uh, I, you know, good luck. But here's the bigger question: I think, and golf is one thing. What happens now when, and and mind you, you, the numbers you're throwing out there Mm -hmm. 150 million this is pocket change uh, (laughs) to these Saudi princes. This is like what they're paying for entertainment for the weekend, and they're okay with that. So, what happens when they call NBA player X, let's say Giannis, and say, Giannis, man, I know you're living large, making that 45 mil or whatever it is. What if we offer you a hundred million to come play a season in the Saudi League?
2: You know, the only comp I can think of is the women's NBA, which doesn't pay anything. So a lot of the players are making a hundred K a year mm-hmm. playing in the States, they're making a million or two billion yeah. a year playing in Turkey, yeah. or you know, in Russia. Although it's hard to get out of Russia if you play there, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially if you've got weed. Save Brittany Griner. Send her home. Come on, guys. Well, now it's it's it's. I mean, just look at the
1: look at the global soccer market, right? You know, if you are one of the best American players, you know, if it, it, there's no reason to play in the MLS. I know they want you to to grow this league, and they want your help to grow this league, but. The competition's better over in Europe. The money is certainly significantly better. Wildly better. Over in Europe. And if you are a PGA Tour golfer, and all of a sudden, the elites of the elites, the jo- the Dustin Johnsons of the world and some of these other golfers that might go play in these events, you could play in a PGA Tour event on the West Coast Swing early in the year, or whatever, and test your medal against some lesser no- lesser golfers, or... You go over to Europe and you play in one of these LIV events, whether it's in London or whether it's in Asia or wherever, and have a chance to make $4 million to come in first place.
2: And everything I read is that, well, initially, the disadvantage, all that travel, you're away from your family, sounds like a great big hassle, except for... Talk about—we talk all the time about it's great to be a diamond member or a seven-star member to be treated well (laughs) by the casinos. While these guys are seventy-star diamond members, they are getting the most lavish suites you could ever imagine. Think about just
1: competition-wise—it's forty-eight players. There's no cuts. It's three rounds. You finish last, you make one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Not
0: only that, (laughs) I think it's going to be ten or twelve events a year. Uh, So if you can play half the events, not have to worry about missing a cut, and make double the money, let's just say conservatively make double the money,
2: and you're free on Thursday to play any programs with the sheiks out there. (laughs) That's probably going to pay pretty well too, Uh,
0: no doubt. So who's saying no? So and that again, it brings the question: How long before? there's another league uh, another pro
1: basketball league where that's what they're offering it, it, or and let, you can let, say let, let me throw this at you okay you mentioned earlier uh, off air we were talking about how uh, in in saudi they they pay the wwe to come do these yeah. like once a year events yeah. and it's like they they get the old retired they get whoever they want because they they say i'm retired yeah. i'm not doing it and they say yep. well how about this number mm-hmm. i'll be there tomorrow how long how long until tiger woods plays in one of these events I, I'm he telling can't you what's com- happening. He, he's, not, he's not competing now, and, and maybe he won't ever be able to compete again. He reportedly um, turned down high
3: seven figures, so that's but $700 million. Now,
1: so he's skipping the U.S. Open. He's trying to play in St. Andrews. At what point does Tiger play a couple of more events on the PGA Tour, misses the cut, or makes the I, cut and has to withdraw, and takes a shot at, you know what, only 54 holes? Instead of playing a full four rounds with less competition, maybe a chance to relive some glory days and win, and, oh, make a boatload of money?
0: Here's the only reason, and this might be the only card the PGA Tour is holding with Tiger is, you know, I guess his exemptions don't last forever because it's been a while since he won some of these. He wants to break this record. That's what he wants to – I mean, money's nice – yeah. Tiger's got money, uh, you know, and if he doesn't have it, he can make it whenever he feels like. Which get, record is this? It, the the majors. Jack's not going to record. It, it, oh, and a meteorite it, could strike yeah, he's the not, planet.
2: He's not, not going to win one major, sure. much less five. By the way, someone just bet him 300 to one to win the U.S. Open.
1: And um, he withdrew, yeah.
2: And Circa <laughs> yeah, funded his money, yeah. so good for Circa. That is nice.
1: Uh, let me give you – all right, Fazek, I'll give you the bet because you like, you like making these hypothetical bets here, all right? Tiger Woods wins a major golf tournament – Before or after winning an LIV event.
2: That is great because I got to estimate the chance he ever plays an LIV event. I would say the LIV is a favorite, although I don't think either is going to happen.
1: Okay. Small favorite. Minus 120. Minus 125.
2: Minus 135. Okay.
1: And you can say... Well, these guys make
0: enough money and, and golfers make good money. If you're Tiger, you make great money. If you're Phil Mickelson, you make great money. If you're one of the top five guys in the world who are, you know, consistently winning, you make great money. A lot of guys on tour are struggling. You sure. know,
2: I, I disagree with that the, because I've always read the major difference between pro tennis players and pro golf players. And we we all saw, oh, my gosh, they, the hockey player that played tennis movie. Uh, uh, golf, Happy Gilmore.
0: Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Gilmore. <laughs> you know he, we
2: saw his checks for when he was finished 18th, and he was getting paid handsomely. Big, big, and that's large the, checks. And that's the <laughs> very large checks. <laughs> and that's the problem with tennis, right? Is that is that if you're the 100th best player, tennis player, you don't make anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're the 100th best golfer, you still you fi- you you finish second in a tournament, and you you take home over a million, right, for the year.
0: Sure. If From you me. finish if you finish second in every. Well, what happens to the guys who are finishing at the cut line? and some some weeks you get a check some weeks you don't why wouldn't you go to this LIV
1: what like i i can't think of a reason especially why especially if you are one of these lesser golfers like you've never been treated how they're going to treat these players no way. in this for this event so
2: instead of making 250,000 you're going to make probably 2 million and get treated like a king for yes, a Yes,
1: and feel like you're a top player in the world. Now, it's interesting cuz we got to get into from a betting perspective cuz there are a couple of states where it is legal now. They have made state approval to bet on this LIV. We can go through the odds and talk about the motivation for players as well. So, like I asked before, I'll I'll get an answer from
0: you guys if the if the Saudis were to start a, a basketball league and they offered Giannis twice his salary. you're making 40, we're going to give you 80. They do that with five other top NBA players. Did those
1: guys leave? No, it's different. The um, the the history and the prestige of playing in you know, the NBA where it it's was different the than the Masters the and I mean, well, we're not yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the Ryder Cup, which
0: is what the that's what the biggest thing mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson's giving up. I I I, I don't know. I, I I mean I know you can say well 40 million is a lot of money, well 80 million is more. It, it, it's it's hard to All right, uh, well let
1: me give you let's let let's let me give you the let me let me flip it around for you. All right? Hypothetical situation. Uh, the MLS offers Leo Messi all this money to leave twice his, the money he's making twice now. Twice his money to leave his club. Now, now, bad example because he's won everything there is to win. But let's say a player who's only maybe won one European title and has a chance to, you know, uh, win the, the – what's it called when – Mackenzie, what's it called when they win all three? Or oh, the treble. Yeah, whatever. He has a chance to do <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say that. <laughs> Make history playing for your club and – to leave that, go to the United States, get treated like a king, maybe live in South Beach. By the play way, for Miami.
3: Messi actually reportedly is going to the MLS next year. He's going to get ownership in a team. So that's the kind of money. There you go. Well, he's also, over.
1: I mean, he's older and he's done everything has already been accomplished. But you know what I'm saying? It's a tough decision for a guy to leave. No one's leaving the NBA, I think, to go play in a startup league. That right. is no, just Star
2: gonna is leaving. No, but star they go there before the how about a guy, three. How about a guy role player like Looney? that doesn't play for a contender like Golden State, you yeah. know.
0: A guy who's Possibly. not going to get a max contract and sure. thinks he deserves one. DeAndre Ayton could be Shaq <laughs> over there in the uh in Saudi. LIV odds, London. Dustin Johnson the favorite 4 to 1. Uh Taylor Gooch 9 to 1. Louis Oosthuizen 10 to 1. Sergio Garcia and Kevin Na both 12 to 1. Phil 28 to 1. So Uh, there's, I mean, that's already just the names I mentioned. That's a solid field. Like if you said, Hey, I'm going to random non-major
1: PGA event. This is the field? You'd go, wow. It's worth watching on YouTube, Facebook, and wherever they're going to stream this thing. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere. (laughs) Important to note that betting for this right now is currently only available in Arizona, Connecticut, Illinois, Oregon, and Wyoming. As you have to get state approval from the gaming board before they can post these and we are anxiously waiting for Nevada so we can I, bet on this. I got news for you. Nevada will be the last one.
2: Little wise guy <laughs> secret. There are several pros that I know of that every week drive up and over Hoover Dam. Yes. Yep. It's about a forty Absolutely. minute trip to get to the first rest stop in Arizona mm-hmm. so they can fire in against the draft kids And let the me world. give you one here. How's the Scott. Wi-Fi
1: there at that uh
0: <laughs> it's
2: hit or
1: miss. Yes. Let me give you a bet here. Scott Vincent, twenty-eight to one. Vincent won his last event on the Asian tour, also in
0: London, just last week. Well, there you go. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll discuss that more. As and I'm telling you now, Dustin Johnson ain't the last one. You're, you're going. Oh, how much money? Okay, let's. Well, okay, big deal. They take my PGA card. I'll be all right. Okay, let me take care of some business before we get into best bets. Right now at Pregame.com, we've got a coupon for you. Finals twenty finals L S two zero, and it's good for 20% off. It expires on June 19th, which is good up to the last possible day of the NBA season. One use per customer. Simply apply that coupon to your shopping cart, confirm your discount before you check out, boom, 20% off. Now, you can use that on a daily package, or you can use it on a subscription from any of your favorite pros at pregame. uh, You could get the 38-day all-access to the All-Star break, which means all sports, all-access to whoever your favorite pro is for 38 days for the exact same amount as the normal 30-day all-access, which is normally $249. You get those extra eight days, and you're only going to pay $199.20 when you use that coupon code FINALS20, or you can just go all out. Rest of 2022, all access, all the sports, all access to your favorite pro, nearly seven months for less money than the normal six-month all access. How about that? Rest of 2022 is available now for $8.95. You pay seven sixteen dollars when you use the promo code FINALS20. You pay less, you get more. Every pick in every sport from your favorite pro through twelve thirty one. That would be New Year's Eve. And Andre Gomes killing it. He's up plus 61 units. Fez, our guy here, plus 46 units. Goodfellas up 43 units year to date in 2022. So um, you could help. McKenzie's going to be doing some football this year. McKenzie's a great guy to follow. Whoever, Dave Essler, whoever you like, they're available to you. And with that promo code, you're gonna save 20%. Finals 20. F-I-N-A-L-S 2-0. Use it however you want. Good till 619. All right, let's get to the best bets here. You wanna do you wanna do some Canadian football? I and, do. Okay, let's do Let's do yours and then we'll do uh mine and Scott's.
1: Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed. Buy up your pad and pencil. I give you a piece
2: of my mind. Hamilton's at Saskatchewan. I am on Saskatchewan. Don't ask me what province they're in. I don't know.
0: They're in Saskatchewan is the province.
2: Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on Saskatchewan, laying the two. You shop around and get by us one half. As part of a, a... being. A successful advantage gambler you trade you get information from people they get information from you i am not a cfl expert but i know people who are and one guy in particular that i just brought into my fold is just tremendous with the player personnel etc and this is an example where you've got series history that greatly favors saskatchewan and hamilton is injured their leading interception guy from last year isn't going to play in this game they already were down a couple key guys from um just personnel from last year year saskatchewan power rating wise is every bit as good as hamilton and the series history favors them along with having the home field should close three let's go ahead and lay the must one half is available right now saskatchewan north of the border best bet
0: all right i uh don't know anything about canadian football so i'm i you know what i hope you're right friend that's what i'm cheering for i'm cheering for the riders that's what i like to call them scott yours is a little complex Because there's some moving parts involved uh, in the NHL right now. But when we were talking this out beforehand, uh, uh, like this comes from someone who knows nothing about hockey. Yeah. But even I picked up on what we're doing here, and I I, I kind of like it.
1: It's simple. It's only complex because as we record this podcast, it's pre-game four of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL being played. So after this game is concluded, whether the Rangers win or the Lightning win, the odds on this next bet is going to change. But the bet is on the Conn Smythe Award, which is the MVP of the playoffs, not just the MVP of the finals. It's the MVP of the entire playoffs. It is given to a player on the team that wins the finals. Only five times in history of the NHL has it been awarded to a player that was not on a. So you wouldn't get fifty to one on this. No. Okay. okay. So uh, you look at Colorado's already in the, the final, and the two their top two players, and Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon, are the overwhelming favorites to win this award. They've been great throughout the playoffs and. We know that they're already in the final. So obviously it makes sense at this point they'd be the favorites. But looking at the Rangers and the Lightning, regardless of which team wins, if you want to see those teams, if you want to bet those teams to win the Stanley Cup, rather than take the number on them to win, which prior to this game four, they're both ironically at around four to one mm-hmm. to win the to win the cup over Colorado. But prior to this game four, Igor Shesterkin, the Rangers goalie, is at six to one to be the Conn Smythe Award winner. Andre Vasilevsky, the Tampa Bay goaltender, is at eleven to one to win the Conn Smythe. And this is a this is an award that goaltenders win as much as anybody else, right? No, it's it, yes and no. I mean, last year Vasilevsky won, but it, it's it's. It doesn't necessarily always go to goaltenders, but in a circumstance where the goaltender is the best player on the team and is the reason why you're there, they win. What think I'm Jonathan, saying is – Think Jonathan Quick when the Kings won the Stanley Cup. They don't go there without him you know, being that, That's great. what I'm saying. This isn't an award that normally would look
0: down on goalies is what I'm asking. Oh, no, no they have yeah. just
1: as good a chance yeah. to win as anybody else. Uh, and if the Rangers were to win the Stanley Cup over Colorado – see, it's not just about beating t- beating each other, Tampa and the Rangers. Think forward now. How do you beat a team that scores as much as Colorado? Obviously, you're going to need elite goaltending. Both of these goaltenders in Vasilevsky and Igor are the two best right now. So if either, of them, if either team wins the Stanley Cup, that's, that's who's going to be the MVP. So the bet is whichever team you like, take that goaltender if the odds for them to win the MVP – are greater than the odds to win the Stanley Cup, which they are right now. Like I said, Rangers to win the cup is four to one, but Shesterkin to win the Con Smythe is six to one. And same thing, Tampa, four to one to win the cup, but eleven to one on Vasilevsky. So as long as the players' odds to win the award are greater than the team's odds to win the championship. Okay. That's the bet. Seventeen out of fifty-six
0: uh con Smythe trophy winners. Have been goaltenders. Warning. So,
2: warning. We're going to do some math here. Okay. Okay. Um, given the, I, I assume it's like 50 50 right now, Tampa Bay or Range, Rangers, right?
1: Rangers going into this game are up two games to one. They still have home ice advantage. Obviously, the series doesn't begin until a team loses a home game. The home team has won the first three games, but yeah.
2: Okay. So, so if it's 50, Tampa
1: was the better team going in, projected.
2: It uh, doesn't, irrelevant. Yeah. So, all I, all I care about is the current odds. Mm hmm. I assume both teams are going to be massive underdogs. Yes, against.
1: Rangers would be more of an underdog than Tampa.
2: Less than their chance of winning would be less than one third, right? I would make Colorado would be north of minus two hundred. The like odds two forty maybe.
1: The Westgate had the odds out already, Ooh, and good. it was um, I believe the Rangers were plus two fifty over Colorado.
2: Okay, so here's my problem yeah. with you with with with, with mm-hmm. your this. Is excellent. Okay, so let's what's do the math. Let's say we got a hundred dollars and we're about to bet it on the Rangers goalie. Um, six to one, six to one. So, mm-hmm. we're going to bet 100 to win 600, right? We're going to wind up with 700 getting getting back. Yep, that's option one. Option two is we're just going to bet the Rangers, okay? Which is it's very likely if the Rangers win, Vasilevsky is not Vasilevsky, the, the um,
1: Igor Shisturk, the you, goaltender, you, you, yeah,
2: yeah, just
1: Shister, easy for you to say, mm-hmm. okay. Igor. just call him Igor, okay?
2: Well, but my, my point is, I'm going to make more with the Rangers just rolling it over because I'm going to bet 100. I'd pick them, okay, and I'm going to get back um, um, to almost 200, okay? So um, let's say I win 90. So When got you 100, say
1: 100 at pick them, for what?
2: I'm going to bet them to, to, to make the finals, just to make the finals.
1: Just to beat Tampa? Yes, just okay. to beat Tampa.
2: Thank you. So let's call it, just to help my math a little bit, Let's say let's say the 100 turns into 200, all right? Now, bang, I bet the 200, and I get plus 250, mm-hmm. okay? So if I bet 200 and I'm plus 250, I win 500. All right, plus I get back my 200. So I'm back to 700. You see where I'm going? So I'm not getting better odds. Betting on the at the six to one, I'm getting the exact same odds. If I start betting with hundred, I'm going to get back seven hundred, regardless of which way I do it.
1: That's if the Rangers are even money at this point to win the series.
2: That's right. So now,
1: okay. if the Rangers lose this game, well, forget about. We're okay. making the bet yeah. right now. We're yeah. making the bet right now. So, well, so going into this game, they were the math is, in the series. but
2: but well, should, we just said it's close to pick them though.
1: Close, but they're they're still minus, like minus one twenty five. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I
2: got to show you that's a good point. So I got to shave it off. You know that I'm I, that I'm not going to get seven hundred. Maybe I'm only going if I do. 650. 50 650. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. If I bet it, if I just bet the, um, the Com Smythe winner, I'm going to get 700. So I'm only getting like 50 more bucks mm-hmm. back. That means he's got to be 90, you got to be 90% sure that he'd win the award. Are we that sure?
1: If the Rangers win the cup. Yes. yes
2: I am. You, it's almost 100%. You're yes. Saying. Okay. Yes. You're know that's you that, saying it's
3: a Steph Curry situation.
1: Yes, oh, yes, that's what I'm saying. And, and, okay. and there's yes, that, and the, that's then what I'm the,
2: Then I'm, I fully endorse yeah. it. Then that, that 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 is the way to go. And I, I tell four, you I where I'm same, going. I feel the same way about Tampa as well. But the but the but the four to one, mm-hmm. I would say, is completely irrelevant. The bookies, okay. the cockroach, are cheating you. Four to one, stupidest bet ever. It's like books, mm-hmm. books hold twenty five percent on those bets, so that it doesn't.
1: And there's a chance the books adjust if the Rangers do beat Tampa mm-hmm. and they're not plus two fifty. They might only be plus and
2: all the numbers tilt obviously yes. and we got to redo the exercise now now question but tampa get 11 to 1 so tampa apparently they must have somebody someone else that's uh, that's um in the conversation
1: right? uh no not necessarily it's just that they're down two games to one
2: hmm but but they must but the goalie has has been the dominant player yes. for tampa so far yes And maybe that I guess I guess you're saying you're just saying, well, they got to win seven games and maybe someone could emerge then. So there's more of an opportunity, or there.
1: just less likely, like because they're right now they're down two games to one, and they don't have home ice advantage I, in this series.
2: I see. So, so they're so saying they're an, an
1: underdog to win this series, and then they would have to, so they have to win this series as a dog, mm-hmm. and then go win the cup as a dog.
2: And you're so, only seeing them beat beat the the Avalanche, being such such an offensive-minded team. The only way they're going to win that is through by having a goaltender that stands on their head. Yep. So so I I mean the logic makes complete mm-hmm. sense to me. They, they to go ahead and bet the uh the, the, you know the goaltenders although obviously the the math is stronger for Tampa than it is for the Rangers based upon you know how we we laid because out. they're
1: yeah because at this point they're down two games to one so there are longer odds to win this series against the Rangers
2: right but it's still close to pick them still against the Rangers and I'm getting 11 instead of six mm-hmm. and who's the better team Tampa Tampa's clearly the better team right they'd they would be less of a dog against
1: yeah. well they're the what, back-to-back defending champions
2: would they be two to one against Colorado Instead, of plus two fifty for the Rangers, something Probably. like that. Yeah, something some in the neighborhood. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying feel, to. No,
0: I'm all right. Do you feel comfortable with the bet? Is my question. For I, I,
2: I like the Tampa goaltender better. He'll allow it.
0: Yeah. You'll yeah. you'll allow it.
2: I'll allow it. Okay. I'll 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 say. I'll uh, the the, the you ninety know, percent. I'm a little nervous about, but I'll definitely endorse the eleven to one and on the one, Vas- like, Vasilevsky.
1: It, just looking at recent history, last season. Um, when Tampa Bay won the Stanley Cup, Braden Point, who was one of their top players, had a phenomenal playoffs. Like led the league in goals, w- w- was just had an incredible run Still right in the Stanley wear. Cup playoffs. Andre Vasilevsky won the Conn Smythe because mm-hmm. he was that good in net.
0: Mm.
1: So even if this season, like I look at the Rangers, uh, the, one of their star players, Mika Zibanejad, is having a really good playoffs. It doesn't matter. You, if if they beat Colorado, it's because of Igor. The goaltenders winning the award.
2: You know, I'm, my worst fear is that like Scott and I are like put in a room together, and they say we need to write down as many pro athletes as you can in each and every sport that is not the <laughs> National Football League. Ready? Go. Go.
0: <sighs> Vasilevsky.
2: Let's Igor. Just, let's just let's. <laughs> That's do, the same guy, unfortunately. <laughs> let's just yeah. say I think Scott would write for every one I wrote, he might write twelve, and I think I'm being very kind to myself to give me even that much.
0: Well, for my best bet, we're going to go to the UFC, UFC 275, and I'm going to go with Igor valichevsky's brother, Yuri Prochaska, <laughs> uh, who is fighting for the title, the light heavyweight title, against Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira. It's an
1: all-Russian segment, by the way, of best no, bets. No, Glover's
0: <laughs> Brazilian. Oh, okay. And Yuri's actually Czech, so don't be racist. Um... <laughs> The uh, this is boils down be to, nation,
1: to nationalist, uh, whichever. Glover
0: it. Teixeira, unfortunately, <laughs> is 42 years old. And his last two fights, he got submission wins. He got a win over Tiago Santos, who was coming off two knee surgeries, and he got a win over Jan Blahovic, who is 39 years old. Now he gets Yuri Prochashka, who is 29 years old and who is an absolute wrecking machine and is knocking. He's 28 wins. 25 of those wins by knockout, and now he gets a 42-year-old chin put in front of him. And Glover is not known for being fast. He's not great at avoiding contact. Uh in the title fight against Blahovic, he got rocked early. If if Prochashka was hitting him the way Blahovich was, he would never be the champion. That's it's as simple as that. This is a guy who is just on the rise. This fight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet it to finish. Inside the distance. So I'm going to bet Prochashka to finish. The number's minus 120. So the number for the fight itself, it's about minus 200 for Yuri. Like for it to finish before the final bell is about minus 500. So it's minus 120 is about what that adds up to anyway. So that's what I'm looking to do. I think that. We just get a younger, hungrier guy who, and this is the fourth fight in a row that Glover's been an underdog. He keeps defeating the odds, but he's been put in situations against guys who are a lot more beatable than this. And this is just a guy who is who is on the rise right now who looks incredible, just got a a spinning elbow knockout to earn his way into this fight. Uh, he
2: turns his back to the, his opponent and smashes him. He, yeah, <laughs> he
0: spun around and with the elbow out, like missed a punch and then came back with the other elbow. The, his face hit the ground before his hands. The irony could.
2: is, my son's taking karate and he just learned this move.
0: Oh well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Johnny. Uh,
2: <laughs> Johnny over Yuri. Actually, but, I told him don't do this. If someone just hit you in the back of the head, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. you got to,
0: If you're fast enough, <laughs> it's, it's the right move. It's the right move. So UFC 275, the main event, Yuri Prochashka by KO or TKO uh, at about minus 120 is the number right now. So that's my best
1: bet. Excellent. What's the other? Was it Volkov? Is that the big fight that's going on this weekend? No,
0: the other, the other big fight is uh, Valentina Shevchenko. It's the oh, other, the ladies' yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Volkov was last weekend, yeah, which was actually like the the cheapest she's been in her last four or five yeah. fights. I hate to say that there's value on someone who's minus 400 but mm-hmm. there might be value on someone who's who's minus 400. So there you go. Best bets from all three of us. Now there's just one thing left to do, well there's two things left to do. We got to make the sausage on our draft next week. So RJ will be back in the saddle next week. We're going to draft quarterbacks next week and then we're going to do teams. So the question with quarterbacks becomes how do we grade I think we've kind of switched to instead of pure QBR, we've switched to more of a blend of QBR and PFF grade. Does that sound fair to everyone? Sure. Okay. And then it boils. How do we want to draft? To me, uh, if there's four of us, a standard snake draft seems the the fair way to do it. So, first pick also gets the eighth pick. Fourth pick also gets the fifth pick. Beautiful. Work for you. No uh, auction. No. No auction. auction. Okay. No auction. So
2: so the one gets the eight nine then.
0: One gets the the eight and nine. Yep. Okay. So, I guess when since there's four of us, goes into thirty two. We might as do eight. Might as well do eight rounds. But I propose we drop our lowest score. So, and that also gives you if if one of your guys doesn't qualify, which is entirely possible. Let's
2: talk, let's talk about like Watson's like an issue. You know.
0: You take the risk by drafting it. There you go.
2: So oh, so what so so what, wow. what, what what do you need to qualify? But, he can, you can, but he you've
0: drop, got to,
1: You've got to have a qualifying QBR group. Yeah. Okay. But you drop off your lowest. You saying? drop so off like your like lowest. You can take Watson. He doesn't get suspended. He just becomes your lowest. Whatever. Exactly. Well, if
3: Watson doesn't qualify, or if anybody doesn't qualify, does that not hurt you because it doesn't hurt your average, mm-hmm. or should it hurt I, you? It has to hurt you. Okay. So let's. let's so talk it,
2: about that because it, we're talking about just an average, their, their overall average. But so if we're dropping the
1: lowest, then if one of your guys doesn't qualify, then they wind up being the lowest. Then right. So then they get dropped. And then if you have two players that don't qualify, okay. well, then you're – Then unless unless you lose. How about yeah. this? You
2: have, to, you have to have seven players qualify or you're disqualified. Hmm.
1: Well, how about this?
0: You you can drop your lowest player. Anyone who doesn't qualify, we give them the exact same grade that the lowest qualifying person has.
3: That's fair. 32. That's fair. Yeah,
0: so so, so, if, so, so if, basically, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play enough, he turns into Sam Darnold. If,
2: if you pick eight guys and, and you get guys hurt and you only have five qualifiers –
0: then and you basically just get the bottom you get, you get, you get yeah.
2: three, three. You you get, you get three of the per, lowest score. You get Jacoby percent three times.
0: Exactly. Yes. So that way, and you get to drop one of those. So yes. you would really only have to carry two of those numbers.
2: That makes sense.
0: But does that seems fair to everybody. Yes. Sure.
2: So now the and we're just going to take the PFF rankings. We're going to take the QBR rankings. If a dude is third and one seven, and the other his score is five,
0: that seems legit to me. Yes. Mackenzie, you you think anything different on that?
3: No, I just did the math and it actually is correct. They would be fifth in that scenario.
0: Okay, well, perfect. Thank that, you that, for that, wow.
3: checking my math on that. <laughs> that works
0: 130 out perfectly. The right number. Um, <laughs> so, and and here's this is RJ's suggestion: twelve hundred dollar pot, a thousand for first place, two hundred for second. So, second place only loses hundred bucks. So two fifty entry. Three hundred sure. entry. Three
1: hundred. Oh, it's should twelve hundred. Okay. Yeah. Three
0: hundred sure. entry. So second place loses mm-hmm. hundred bucks. Uh, are we doing teams also? We'll do that the next week. Yeah. Okay. So then Same I think
2: format. We think.
0: I think kind of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, if this one goes well, then I think and that's the team way team to 100. do it. We're gonna, we're gonna, think for, about the for teams, teams we are just doing record. Team will just be record. Yeah.
2: What do we do about the playoffs?
3: Yeah, I think we should add matter. in pregame playoff points. Uh, a system that we've created over the years, which is just every round you advance, you get a point. Now, That's how about much that, it. That
2: makes, Here's a what, if, what if you advance in the wild card? You shouldn't penalize. Exactly.
3: If you're a by team, you already get two points no matter what because you're already two rounds in. Fair enough. I was going to suggest instead of just going by teams
1: and their final record, we go by their preseason win total.
2: Too complicated.
1: And you get... Nope. You, you're betting on teams. It's,
2: an excellent, I, it's an excellent idea, but we'll, yes. we'll be here half the, the okay. podcast trying to hash out, like, you know, and that's a totally different exercise where we can do season wins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I think we've got it figured out. And all we've got to do now is find out who's drafting where.
2: I'm going to do the Bills stack. Should we? I'm going to stack the Bills.
0: Should we randomly draw for for yes. spots? Does yes. that seem fair,
3: McKenzie? Totally.
0: Yeah. All right,
3: because we don't know who's if the fourth five is better than the one. Let's
2: take that all out
0: of the equation. I'll be honest, personally, I would prefer four five prefer to one eight. Five. I think almost everybody would prefer four five to I one. I don't eight.
2: know. One eight nine looks appealing to me. But what's
1: the gap between one and four?
2: What's the, uh, the gap between eight nine and twelve. There's ten good quarterbacks.
1: Sure, that's mm. true.
2: You're talking Kirk Cousins, but does the
1: gap between you want Kirk Cousins or you want Dak Prescott? But does the gap between one and four, the gap between one and four, or the gap between five and nine? You know what I
0: like about? I
2: don't even know who to take. One
0: here's you know you know what I like about four and five. It's true. I don't even have to think about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. If you if you have eight and nine, you might have to think about him. No. 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 The
2: irony is, I do have Deshaun Watson as my fourth best quarterback right now.
0: But you wouldn't take him 4-5, would you?
2: Well, i got to make sure he's not getting a massage. (laughs) Well, I
0: I think there's going to be plenty of that. So that's something to look forward to for next week's pod. Uh, We will do the drawing. Maybe we'll do it live on air. How about that? Uh, And we'll find out uh, who's going to have the first pick, who's going to have the fourth pick, the coveted 4-5 slot. But if Steve doesn't want it, we can just—
2: I want Herbert because he's such a good-looking dude.
0: Then you want the 4-5, don't you? And Jimmy G. Oh you oh, want might, Jimmy
2: G? I might be my that, that that that'll be my 8th round, I can tell you right That's now.
1: That's your comeback. That's on the 4-5. God he's so good. Eight, in nine, that. You're back to the He's 14, so good yeah. in that
2: in that Subway commercial. I might I'll take be, Trey Lance I with I my last care, pick. I don't the food's terrible. Go to Subway just cuz of Jimmy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for this episode. why would he like be like a Jimmy John's person? Like why Jimmy John's ain't trying to pay him? That but well, I'm just saying like didn't it make sense like are both from Illinois. It. why wouldn't both Jimmy John's Illinois.
2: Because Brad's the spokesperson for for Jimmy that Jimmy John's comes in it's not complicated. You slap any artificial meat on any type of bread, people will buy it. Life was good until this Jimmy Johns tried to take over.
0: You know, it's funny. Like, Subway used to have it real easy. They just had to pay Jared, the Subway guy, to do all their commercials. And then he yeah. went and screwed things up. And now they got to pay for like then Steph they tried, Curry. Then they and they tried to do Mike <laughs> Trout, but people don't know who he is. So. Yeah, yeah, but they, <laughs> now they've got to really pay for their ad guys. Instead, they just had Jared, who had like. I would say, what else was Jared going to be doing? But, but I think Tom we know Brady. the answer to that. Yeah, now he's got Tom Brady and <laughs> Steph Curry. I'm guessing they're having to pay those guys a little more than Biles. they pay Jared.
2: You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but like the, um, I, I, I want to, what, what's the beer in the co- the commercial on the bowling alley? The bowling alley with Peyton Manning oh, and Serena Williams.
0: I don't know what it is. Uh, playing
2: ELO, heading for a showdown. Game time. Game time.
0: Yeah. God,
2: that's a good commercial. That, that, that if if ever there was like an award for commercials, that's um, there are awards. It's Jimmy for buckets There's was in there. I mean that. The Michelob, Michelob, yeah, yeah. yeah Michelob it's Ultra. like literally, I'm going to go drink some Michelob Ultra tonight at the at the World Series of Poker.
0: Well, that's the way to go because you're in that, you're in the weight loss contest. So Michelob Ultra is not going to be very filling. You
2: know that Todd Wishnev dropped to 272. He's dropping Ooh. weight like like their suitcases. Are you worried? I, I just I wanna I wanna know what the hell is going on. It's just he was three oh four at the a month ago and now he's he's two seventy two. The bet is I will be lighter every day of the year the rest of the year than Todd Wishnev, who was north of three hundred
0: What's he's, your wiggle room at just right, just now. right
2: now? Uh right now I'm two 18, and he is, um, and that's only because I fasted today. Listen, the and first 30s, 72.
0: The first 30 pounds is a lot easier than the next. Sec- water or the weight. next 30. Yeah. The water weight that. that
2: Everybody sent sent Todd some cust- some Nielsen custard, and some <laughs> and, and some sausage. For, that's uh, the move for uh, the holidays coming up. All
1: right, I'll take that ten dollars I win on that fifty to one, and I'll get a top <laughs> Point hot dog. There, there you go. All <laughs>
0: right, that is going to do it. That means there's only one thing left to do for this episode, Steve.
2: Hey, 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 let's be careful out there.
0: See you next week.